Spirit of the Living God, have your way, have your way in our midst today. Refresh our hearts and help us to understand your word to us afresh in Jesus' name. And we open the session in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on iron, sharp on iron. Trust our night was restful. We continue with our reading from the book of Othea. We'll be taking chapter 6, 7, and chapter 8 from the contemporary English version. I read, Let's return to the Lord. He has torn us to shreds, but he will bandage our wounds and make us well. In two or three days, he will heal us and restore our strength that we may live with him. Let's do our best to know the Lord. He's coming is as certain as a morning sun. It will refresh us like rain, renewing the heart in the springtime. People of Israel and Judah, what can I do with you? Your love for me disappears more quickly than mist of dew or dew at sunshine. That's why I slaughtered you with this word of my prophet. That's why my judgment blazed like the dawning sun. I'd rather for you to be faithful and to know me than to offer sacrifices. 7. At a place named Adam, you betrayed me by breaking our agreements. Everyone in Gilead is evil. Your hands are stained with the blood of victims. You priests are like a gang of robbers in ambush. On the road of Shechem, you murder and commit other horrible crimes. I have seen a terrible thing in Israel. You are unfaithful and unfit to worship me. 11 the last verse. People of Judah, your time is coming too. I, the Lord, would like to make my nation prosper again. Amen. And to heal its wound. But when I see the crimes in Israel and Samaria, everyone is deceitful. Robbers roam the streets. No one realizes that I have seen their sins surround them like a flood. The kings and the officials take great pleasure in their sins and deceit. Everyone burns with desire. They are like coals in an oven, ready to burst into flames. On the day their king was crowned, its officials got him drunk, and he joined in their foolishness. 6. Their anger is a fire that smothers all night, then flares up at dawn. They are flames destroying their leaders, and their kings are powerless. None of them trust me. People of Israel, people of Israel have mixed with foreigners. They are a thin piece of bread scorched on one side. They don't seem to realize how weak and feeble they are. Their hair has turned gray while foreigners rule. I am the Lord, their God, but in all of their troubles, their pride keeps them from returning to me. 11. Israel is a senseless bird 
fluttering back and forth between Egypt and Assyria. But I will catch them in a net as untouchable birds. I threaten to punish them, and indeed I will. Trouble and destruction will be their reward for rejecting me. Hmm. I will have rescued I would have rescued them, but they told me lies. They don't really pray to me. They just hold in their beds. They have rejected me for bail and slashed themselves in the hope of bail with bless their crops. In the hope of bail that will bless their crops. I taught them what they know and I made them strong. Now they plot against me and refuse to obey. 16 the last verse. They are more useless than a crooked arrow. Their leaders will die in war for saying foolish things. Egyptians will laugh at them. Amen. So, uh, chapter 8. Sound a warning, Israel. You broke our agreement and ignored my teaching. Now an eagle is swooping down to attack my land. Israel, you say, we claim you, the Lord our, as our God, but your enemies will chase you for rejecting our good agreement. You choose kings and leaders without consulting me. You made silver and gold idols that led to your downfall. City of Samaria, I'm hungry because of your idols in the shape of a calf. When you will ever when will you ever be innocent again? 6. Someone from Israel built that idol for you. But only I am God, and so it will be smashed to pieces. If you scatter wind instead of wheat, you will harvest a whale wind and have no wheat. If, even if you harvest grain, enemies will steal it all. Hmm. 8. Israel, you are ruined, and now the nations consider you worthless. You are like a wild donkey that goes its own way. You've run off to Assyria and hired them as allies. You can bargain with nations, but I'll catch you anyway. Soon you will suffer abuse by kings and rulers. Israel, you have built many altars where you offer sacrifices for sin, but these altars have become places for sin. My instruction for sacrifices were written in details, but you ignored them. You sacrifice your best animals and eat the sacrificial meals, but I, the Lord, refuse your offering. I will remember your sins and punish you, then you will return to Egypt. 14 the last verse. Israel, I created you, but you forgot me. You and Judah built places, palaces, and many strong cities. Now I will send fire to destroy your towns and fortresses. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Okay, so a few highlights for us, you know, if we read, I just want to start from um, that chapter 7, chapter 8, you know, 
the Lord keep talking about how Israel, um, you know, disobeyed, you know, they were unfaithful because they were worshipping hiders and, you know, they never trusted God. Even the knowledge they have was given to them by God, but they still were unfaithful with it. They still turned their back on God. And um, it's interesting, you know, how God, you know, oh, when we are looking at this story of Israel, Judah, I, I want us, I, I want us to look at it in our own real life, you know, how we trust God we say we believe in God and you know we still turn back in times of um when things are maybe so, when things are actually good you know it's not even always when things are not good with us when we get what we wanted when God blesses us you know we forget about God we forget about God and we start worshiping um unknowingly to us we don't know sometimes we just like then we start saying things like well church is in the heart i don't have to go to church or you say uh i, I pray at home or you barely even pray to god you barely wake up in the morning to give thanks to god all you are focused on is the things god blessed you with and forgetting the one who blessed you with it to even appreciate, to give gratitude to him. This is what the people of Israel did. After God blessed them, they still turned their back. But there is a, a reference I want us to look at, and that is in chapter 6. And what the Lord is saying to us today is, let us return to him. God wants us to return to him. He knows that some of us are wounded. We are bleeding. But he said we shouldn't worry. That he will bandage our wounds and make us well. He said in, in two to three days, he will heal us and restore our strength. So we can live with him. Dear brothers and sisters, the Lord is encouraging us to do our best to know him. Let's do our best to know him. Regardless of the situation we may find ourselves. And I pray the Lord will help us to know him more. He will strengthen us and will grace us for this mission in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a beautiful day, people. I'll see you tomorrow by God's grace. Bye.